You are tuned into Bella Donna on the Mic podcast, okay? We are just so excited to have another podcast. I am joined by my beautiful girlfriends, just a few of them, and I want them to introduce themselves, starting with... Hello, everyone. I'm Tiffany Duck. My name is Brittany Burrell. Good afternoon. My name is Ceylani Blair. Yes. So how y'all doing? Listen, excited to be here. I know, you know, I chimes in, but we're grateful to be a part of an interesting conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm excited for y'all to be here, too. How is the whole, this whole pandemic? Like, we're still wearing masks. We're still having to wash our hands. We're still having to social distance. So how are y'all coping with all this? I don't know if I see this is going to be a problem the whole time. Check it out. I work in the healthcare facility. Right. So yeah. I am affected by that eight hours of my day plus whatever time mm-hmm. I'm putting in. So it's very different. It's doable, yeah. which is what people have acted as though we cannot do. It's doable. Yeah. It's different. And yeah. we sometimes don't really like different when it's not our choice. So right. that's been my experience. With people you. not complying. Yeah. Yeah. Grown adults, mm-hmm. yeah. but what's, what's also hard for for most people is there. A, there's a lot of uncertainty now too mm-hmm. with the schools. You know, some schools their their kids are going back to school. Some they're not. They don't have a date when. So there's a lot of uncertainty mm-hmm. now too, and a lot of people who like to plan and you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, their life. It's very. It's actually kind of hard to do yeah. that right now. Yeah. With some of the things that are going. On. Um, so you work in the healthcare profession yeah. too, so it's, it's like the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the new normal. It's, that is probably don't know when it's going to end. Mm-hmm. Um, no. You got to get used to wearing your mask. Right. Keep washing your hands. Yeah. So. If one more person comes to my office and says, I got asthma. Oh, Jesus. I asked, where's your doctor's <laughs> But no, I just brought that up because this is what the whole world is experiencing. Yeah. And so y'all just continue to be safe, mm-hmm. continue to distance yourself, mm-hmm. wash your hands, continue to wear your mask Absolutely. when you go out in public. Please comply. Right. But like Brittany said earlier, we do have an interesting topic <laughs> that we are going to discuss on today. And that is colorism amongst African American women. That ugly word, colorism, is prejudice, is discrimination mm-hmm. amongst a certain type of skin tone, mm-hmm. which is dark skin, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, why are we still dealing with this in 2020? You know, um, the, it's it's a bigger societal problem, really, um, that obviously started way back, you know, um, and I think it was used as a tool to divide us That's way right. back when yeah. and it is clearly still mm-hmm. uh, effective you know um, in 2020 and I think with the way um, society is set up with a lot of um, industries and things being run by um, people who may not look like us uh, the standards of beauty you know uh, really do I think help to perpetuate yeah. this colorism issue Absolutely. even to this day 
Absolutely agree. And I'm sure there'll be plenty more questions that you'll have for us, Nate. But I have to go back on what Tiffany just said. It yeah. is absolutely founded by many things many years ago. Yeah. And if you look at it as a whole, it absolutely falls right on into And that's where we, within our own community, right. mm-hmm. are battling against one mm-hmm. another. Mm-hmm. Because the only way we know how to do things better is to put yourself on a different type of pedestal, which means I put you on a lower scale and I get out mm-hmm. a little quicker. Right. Right. So there's a lot of that that falls right on into. So that very beautifully explains. Right, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Say, mm-hmm. yeah, the feedback off of both of y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I agree, in society, we yeah. can way back and nobody ever put a stop to it once it got to current times we still feed off of oh she light skin she cuter than me she got curly hair she cuter than me mm-hmm. she dark skin so we don't like her we not gonna hang out with her and it just keeps going and building and building becoming a bigger issue right. Right. all the things that come out oh I'm sorry there's a thing that comes behind a skin tone right because a lot of times and again I, I, I want to be very like kind of limited in what I say because no, I mean, say to that because in the real. skin tone you have these folks that will say when you look at a skin tone this is the type of characteristic you find behind it or yeah. personality that you find behind it yeah. yeah so those types of things mm-hmm. tend to make you look at a person so oh lord what am I in for mm-hmm. but to Selani's point with the you know kind of just going ahead and, and kind of you know wrapping up the society or almost the societal issue there um the if you've been told all these years through generations that this is less than this is ugly this is beneath this is you know then without correcting that issue you know from little you know from young girls or young boys whatever on up that is you know the perceptions and self-hate and all those Mm -hmm. sorts of things start to come out too because that is what society perceives Mm -hmm. as good or bad or negative or not Mm -hmm. so I think it's you know it, it's just, as Solani said, things have never been corrected or we have right. not addressed. Right. You know, everybody likes this. This is one of those things that people like to sweep under the rug. Yeah. Right. yeah. And that's why we're exposing it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because here's my, this is what burns my soul, right? If we know where it was founded on, mm-hmm. why did we allow it to come into our generation after generation after generation if we know hate came from it. Mm-hmm. We allow it. What is that about? That's a good that's a good statement. But do we know? Mm. Do we all know? We've gotten so far caught up into things that do not matter mm-hmm. without grounding ourselves on what is and what we've come from. And if you talk about it, we talk about the schooling system. Mm-hmm. They literally have talked about what they're not teaching about black history. Those are things we didn't learn about. We just right. learned that we eventually became free as, as a, what we, right. for lack of better words, what they consider equal at this point now. But from what we've been taught in school, are we good now? Mm-hmm. But you don't look at the other foundational yeah. things that, that explain why we are the way we are mm-hmm. right now. Systematic mm-hmm. But we know a little bit of it because we joke about it. So I, like, everybody knows I'm high yellow. Right? <laughs> I'm light as they come, I feel like. Yeah. And every picture here comes to light bright, right? Mm-hmm. So, but we joke about it in our own yeah. setting, right? Yeah. In our own community. Oh, you was in the house. You were house in. Yeah. I've been called that. It's disgusting. Yeah. Like, the house was way better. I was getting raped. I was getting, uh, 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 the wife didn't like me. Mm-hmm. The white man's wife didn't like me, beating up on me, nursing your children. I'm but technically the product of the child mm-hmm. of when a white man raped mm-hmm. an African-American woman. Yeah. So either way, if you was in the field, Tiffany, let's keep it a buck. 
right? Mm-hmm. And I was in the house. We still was going through our own mm-hmm. whatever, and it was tired. But there is a separation. Right. That's where the separation came from. Oh, you in the house. So you got it better. The house is better than being a feed on whipped in the sun, picking cotton, got to pick enough, right? So I just don't like how we toy with it, though. Mm -hmm. Why do we play with that? Why do we joke about that? No, that's that's valid. And, you know, and it's not, I mean, you mentioned the light bright. You know, there's other names. Oh yeah, you know, I've been called on both sides. That you know, coming up in school in families, yeah, young families, you have a say. You do have, uh, um, I don't want to say lighter skin siblings or whatever, but you know, in African American households, the siblings can, you know, right, right, you know. You, but you're calling the dark one over here Blackie mm-hmm. and Ebony Wood or you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so like it's and I think it's on both sides where it's like we, we, we do and we should start calling those types of things out I think yeah. to you know kind of retell the story and reshape yeah. how we see ourselves but stay there Tiffany because uh-huh. you're a dark skinned woman right you're a mm-hmm. cho- we call you chocolate beautiful this girl yes, here yeah. beautiful chocolate skin. okay so let's stay there household siblings school as a dark skinned woman what was your experience um it was terrible yeah. um, I, I when I was younger I was way darker than I am now so okay. I've actually lightened up okay over the years um but my siblings me and my brother are were really really dark and then my other siblings are lighter um and and my grandmother is too or you know uh-huh. and you know we just got picked at all throughout I mean with the family first you right. know like people right. picking at you and then when I got to school and my brother I uh, got picked at a lot even at being a male but you know it's all sorts of names and then you, you've got it used to be the black jokes your mama's so black blah yeah. blah blah you know she went to the nightclub or something and nobody saw her whatever yeah. 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 but also with you know, time and attention. Mm-hmm. I had a best friend um, coming up that was biracial, okay. light skin, long hair. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she got all the attention. Mm-hmm. You know, what did it mean? You know, it wasn't that big of a deal, but you do notice the right. difference yeah. at a young age mm-hmm. coming up, you know, um, that I think could be detrimental to some. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. as far as self esteem exactly. and those sorts of things. I will say, um, Brittany, you're on the lighter scale. Right, so your experience is not the same as Tiffany's. Interestingly enough, it's a good mix, which okay. I guess really explains the middle, right? Because okay. my mom's super light skin, mm-hmm. my father is super dark skin, right? So, with that, you experience more of the people being judgmental and having mm. comments about your family than they do you. Yeah. So they saw my mom, they saw my dad, and then it goes, oh, it makes sense why you're so mixed and you know, why you're so lighter skinned than such and such. Mm. Oh, yeah, a good blend of them makes you pretty. Your skin look good. You're this, you're that. As if my father contributed to me in a way of giving me some color, but he couldn't give me nothing else good as far as my skin because yeah. normally I'm older now, so my skin's doing something crazy. <laughs> but my mother gave me good skin, clear skin. The whole that's the way people looked at me and made comments all throughout middle school, and I dealt with it the worst in middle school than I did high school wow. because I feel like as I got older, we moved more into a, a society that was not as as far as our own community not everybody within our community we were more I guess open to saying 
yeah, I do recognize the beauty in, but I absolutely dealt with that when it came to looking at my family, and that was what was funny. But my brother and sister are still lighter skinned than me. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they go, mm, where did you come from? Were you adopted? Were you this? Were you yeah. that? And uh, yeah, they're absolutely cute. But Brittany, you know, you got this body to go with your. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I absolutely, in that way, dealt with a lot of things, but it was more hurtful even for me for people to judge my parents. Wow. Yeah, Hold on, real quick, real quick. Say Lonnie, because you're brown, you're considered brown skin. Okay, because sometimes I'll be, I'm all over the, right, I think I'm you're brown skin, skin too. So, um, <laughs> so you're brown skin, so you're in between mm-hmm. the, the both shades. I'm light in the winter. Right, so um, <laughs> what is your experience with growing up high school, family? I didn't right. really experience it much in school, okay. more so family. Yeah. Because we have all types of shades from dark, dark to light, light. So I have a cousin, they always call her the milkman baby. Yeah. Because oh, wow. her siblings are darker, but mm. she's the lightest one. Same parents. All three of them have the same yeah. parents, but she's the milkman baby. And it's like, I think with us kind of going back to a question you asked before, in the black community, we make a joke out of it. So yeah. we know it comes mm-hmm. from slavery. But Is that it? helps us kind of put the band-aid on it. Right. So you're the milkman, baby. Oh, at least you was in the house. You didn't have it that mm-hmm. bad. So we joke about it to kind of cover up the real feeling and never really have to address it. Yeah. That's good, yeah. say, because trauma. You know, one of the things that's been brought up now with all the um, police brutality and things like that is the amount of trauma that black people have to have had to go through over the years and has never been addressed. Mm-hmm. We already have the, you know, going to the therapist thing in our community is yeah. a little, you know, people aren't as comfortable with it as much. But the level of trauma, especially with this uh, issue, is you know, I think it comes out. And interestingly, interestingly to her point of, you know, saying something about, you know, the parents and the siblings, I can remember one time at least saying something. I have a sister who's pretty light-skinned, you know. I mean, she knew. (laughs) But but I remember making a negative comment um, to her, Mm -hmm. but it was more out of retaliation. I'm always the one that's Mm -hmm. Not that I'm saying it's better or anything like that, but I can remember making a comment about her. Maybe she was adopted or she ain't in the family about how light she was. Um, but like I said, it was in retaliation of, you know, my um, feelings and, yeah. and her and all of that at the time of always being singled out so about crazy. the black, you know, the yeah. black one. And, because mm-hmm. it's so crazy for me. It's so different, right? Because... In my family, right, this household here, um, everyone was brown skin, dark skin, but me, right? So when you saw family portraits, when you saw, um, you know, we post them and stuff, friends would come over, my siblings' friends, right? They would see family portraits and say, why is she so light? She's so light, her hair texture's different, mm-hmm. and she has freckles. Mm-hmm. You talk about standing out like a sore thumb. This one, you know, is about standing out like a sore thumb within her own family with her siblings. I remember one time my brother, because me and my siblings have an age gap, there's three of them. But I remember one time my brother had a project, and he had a family project to do, and he did, like, family portraits and stuff like that. I was missing. I said, where's your older sister? Where's me? He said, I didn't want to explain why you were so lighter. So for me, it's opposite. I hated being light. 
I hated it. I wanted to look like my family. Yeah. My sister's brown skin, my mother's brown skin, and then the, the the my father who raised me since I was four, he was chocolate. So his son was chocolate. My other brother was brown skin. So I wanted to look like them. I hated it. I would stay out in the sun longer during the summer. I wanted to be so dark. And people look at me like I'm crazy because it's like you get perks to be light. Oh no, honey, it ain't sweet. You want to know why? Because I have dark skinned women, brown skinned women wanting to fight me because they already categorized me. Yeah. And that's what I don't like. People categorize red bones, light skinned women that were bougie, stuck up, the big B word. We know that B yeah. word is, okay? And they're ready to be like, oh, you just said that you're all that and wanted to fight and wanted to pick on you oh. to make you feel some type of way. I've had women apologize to me saying I should have got to know you for who you were yeah. because you are an awesome person. Don't categorize us. Bella, I got to jump on that. Like, Come on. Hop on. Because the most interesting thing in what you're saying is where you wanted to belong, I yeah. remember a time where I got insulted. If somebody told me I looked like I was in between the mix, I say, no, I'm black. Yeah. No, I'm black. Mm -hmm. Because I had friends yeah. that were darker skin that were tougher. That were, and that, it literally... Yeah. That was the thing. They were tougher. But I did not want anybody to say that I was like the mixed or the lighter skin version because I also didn't want you to think that I won't bow nothing. Right. So, if in thinking about all those things, I absolutely did not like for you to refer to me as light skin because I thought that took away from my strength. Yeah. I am a dark skinned woman. Don't take me away from because those women are strong. They'll beat you down. Yeah. And I'm one of them. Yeah. So don't, don't take away yeah. from me. <laughs> Um, Jade, because I think yeah. there's two things here. So about your point about the perks, I think, well, there's studies. There's studies that show that um, within society, mm -hmm. there are perks to being light skin. Mm -hmm. The amount of money you make, the amount of jobs people get, the amount people get pulled over mm -hmm. being light skin versus dark skin. Right. Now within our own community, I just I'm you know off the fly. I can't think of no perks right now, but. Um, I, I can understand where people would feel, especially in those middle school years and mm -hmm. high school, a lot of immaturity, people coming into their own, don't know mm -hmm. how to act, all those sorts of things where people, you know, that's where the bullying and all of that kind of crazy nonsense took place. Um, but I think for me, it wasn't when I was coming along and my, you know, being picked at and all that, it wasn't about my skin tone. I never really felt like I wanted to change my skin tone. Mm -hmm. It was my hair. Okay. You know, because a lot of times, it, I mean, I wasn't even going to bring this up, but no, it seems sometimes it's linked to your hair, right? Yes. Light skin with long, pretty hair. Yeah. And so I, at the time, just didn't have the support and had no idea what to do with my hair. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I have locks now, but back then I just, you know, <laughs> I had no idea what to do. And so I think if I had had, you know, some help with my hair and knowing how to take care of and style and such and this and that, I probably would have been that up yeah. in that bag. Yeah. I'm glad you brought it up because I was about, it, it's on the teaching. I'm thankful for my mother, for real, because she, okay, I'm really thankful for my mother because she um, never, she built, she built my confidence, yes. Mm -hmm. She built my self-esteem, yes. But she never made me feel like you were better mm -hmm. than a darker girl, better than someone who had 
kinky your hair, as I do like to call it. She told me, healthy hair is beautiful hair. Come on. Yeah. Period. Mm -hmm. She would show me in magazines of different shades of women. She was like, look how interesting she looks. Look how beautiful her skin is. So in my mind, because that's how I get so frustrated that you categorize me thinking I think I'm all that, because my teaching was awesome. Mm -hmm. And when I look at other beautiful women in other shades, I can appreciate it because of the teaching in my household. Yeah. Because you have a daughter that you spit out. <laughs> no, for real. She is, let me tell y'all, her little baby girl, uh, four-year-old daughter is a splitting <laughs> image of you. And you have to raise her in yeah. this and exactly. what are you gonna right so, it, so it's, it's very challenging and it starts early and I'm glad you brought that up too because when I was going to mention that moving forward one of the things we need to do is we need to have these conversations early we need to start early and even my daughter I have a four year old who is probably about the same complexion I am we started she has locks as well uh, like me you know probably shoulder length and even she mentioned the other day mommy can you make my hair pretty like the other mm. girls and my question to her was what does that mean yeah. what, what makes your hair pretty and it's it's almost like if her hair is not styled in some way like mine, then it is not pretty. If it's just locks hanging down, just, you know, I hate to say plain, but just, you know, when you wash and go, if you will, right. that it's not pretty. And we need to start that now. Yeah. Get out of that. Like, and where did you get that four. from at four? Where did you get that yeah. from? That, you know, when we just wake up and go, now all of a sudden my hair is not pretty. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it starts, it starts. It early. is. Yeah. And I used to get bullied because my hair was always done. Mm -hmm. My mom took me to the shop, gave my hair done every two weeks faithfully. So I got oh, bullied because good. I got my hair up. Oh, you think you better than everybody because you go get your hair done. Well, when I be walking around with my hair looking raggedy, I'm coming to school every day. Like, what am I supposed right. to do? And it's, it's sometimes, like I said, it's from fear, security, self-hate, self-esteem, because some people do not have that support. My mom could not help me with my hair. She she didn't know what to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's a shame because my mom has this very thick, gross, extremely fast hair. She could cut it off today, and I promise next week it's going to be almost back. Like, <laughs> so, you know, not knowing what to do and being jealous, mm -hmm. you know, of someone else who does have that support, who does have, you know, that self-esteem, who does get to get their hair done and somebody knows what they're doing, you know, and, and then it comes out in the picking and the bullying. And it the, does. You know. And it goes right back to what we're talking about. So, and this is, again, probably a whole other conversation about the black community, but what um, opportunities and things that were afforded right. or kind of where we are complacent in. Your mom, nine times out of ten, was working. Dad might not be home. Those types of things. If I got both parents, they contributing too. Mm -hmm. That's something we did, what we talk about is real. Then, girl, whatever. I am picking on you. Because my hair nappy today, as they like to call it. Because, again, the proper right. term is kinky. Right. But what do we know it as? Nappy. Mm, girl. You, so you got these, like, discolored tracks. I never forget walking through mm. the hallway. And I'll never forget this girl. Because she ragged on me as much as she could. And these were the days where I started to develop this super aggressive, super confrontational attitude where I was like, I am done. And I nine times out of 10 were fighting with black girls. I won't fight with nobody else. I wasn't arguing with nobody else. I didn't, I wasn't jealous of no one. She did not like me because I have different hairstyles in my head. I started going to the hair store and picking out. I was into that sort of thing. That was my thing. But she could not let it go. You got this. You got this on your head. She got two different tracks. Her hair curled slightly to the left on this side and on to the right on that side. And again, that was just one more thing mm. that made me feel like 
you we could never be me and and honestly I truly started to develop a better friendship with white women or white yeah. girls than I did people yeah, I was, sad. I was, it was sad based yeah. off of that response yeah. but I knew that deep down now some of that had to deal with the certain opportunities you had growing up, what your family might have done with that, where your family might have been kind of right. dealing with the lack of. Yeah. I just was fortunate enough, but I did not see the stuff yeah. I see now. Yeah. Yeah. And what would be better, what would be great is if we could help. <laughs> help people, you know, like, what is it now? I won't go say, but I'll say, you know, one time in high school, <laughs> be somebody who didn't, you know, didn't have, you know, the support or whatever, the hair. Um, I tried to go get a ponytail or whatever, you know, whatever I was going to ponytail stuff. And no lie, my ponytail fell off. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> and when I tell y'all, I had no idea oh. how to put it back on. Right. So I was in the bathroom like, wow. And nobody I, helped you. Well, no. Okay. Dark skin girl, praise the Lord. I don't know who you are if you're out there yes. 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 High school, I love you we I appreciate, appreciate you reach out for real she came out the stall she saw me sitting there crying and she goes I'll help you oh that's great <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> like oh my god yeah. but if we could do more of that and yeah. actually help people instead Come of making it at me clearly I have I, I have no I idea have no idea <laughs> no idea I'm just about to walk out the school <laughs> some of that mm-hmm. lack of but clearly you know in those types of situations maturity and all that you, we might yeah. not even think about none of that yeah. and you just put forth your you know negative energy or your like I said your jealousy or whatever it is coming out instead of actually help you know attempting yeah. to help yeah. right I do y'all think cause you know I think now in 2020 uh, when it comes to uh, dark skin women brown skin women they've you know Push through a lot of barriers. We've mm-hmm. they come a long way. You know, they started this little melon that's popping in my black is beautiful. Yeah. You know, I felt I was a little jelly, you know. Yeah. I can't relate to no melon popping but nothing. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. No, I ain't got yeah. that. You gotta point that out. That's yeah. the problem though. I ain't got no melon. This is a tent. Whether or not you think this is melon, this is a type of melon because of the type of color. Right. It does not right. have to. Yeah, I don't feel to. like I'm included to the melon. Oh, oh, but I'm, I'm, I applaud it though. This whole new, my black is beautiful. Like these girls glowing. It's just on the. It's just different with darker skin. The way highlighter, mm-hmm. uh, when you highlight your cheeks and stuff, the way it glistens in the yeah. sun. It's just different when you put on your cocoa butter or your shea butter. It just glistens different. But I put it on. I still look at it. <laughs> Even though I'm brown skin, but it's like I feel like that is just really for not I'm gonna say I feel like it. I just look at it more as like it's really for the dark skin people because y'all have oh, been I'm telling you why oppressed so long. I mean, y'all gotta get the right products. That's that is what I love about where we are. Yeah. We're expanding. And I have to shout out to Rihanna for that. Oh, yes. Because she yes. is giving you a full 
scope. You want a yeah. color wheel? Find you some Fenty. Yeah. Why? Because she is including any and every person. Because you know why? She has. She understands that mm-hmm. people like to see themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So model, entertainment, whatever. We like to see themselves. That's why I, I'm thankful for. If it wasn't for the Bill Cosby show, let me tell y'all something. Well, I like the show. <laughs> when I saw the Bill Cosby show and saw Sandra, saw Denise, yeah. saw Theo, saw Vanessa, I said, okay, my family. We, we, you know, they showed all the shades of an African American mm-hmm. family. Uh, family Matters showed all the shades. Prince, mm-hmm. Prince of Bel Air showed mm-hmm. all the shades of how an African American family is. It's not just one right, color, yeah, y'all. Right. And I feel like people still just say, oh, you're supposed to be y'all this one color. Well, you're well, African American. Yeah. You Cubans, like Hispanics, mm-hmm. yes. they talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. People think that Cubans are one. The, uh, it's, talk it's about our, it. Because it's everybody. Yeah, um, Sunny Houston, the lady on the View. Uh, she just wrote that book. She talks about it a lot too because where she struggled was she's biracial. Her mother is Puerto Rican. Yeah. Her dad is African American, and she's both all the time. She speaks Spanish when she, you know, at home or this or that. She, you know, English. She, 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 she speaks up about issues that affect African Americans. She speaks about issues that affect yeah. Spanish people, but all the time she still gets it from both sides of, mm-hmm. oh wait, you're not black, you know, or you're not, you know, right. Right. and it's like, how, when, why, right. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I've, you know, and so I think, um, what I was going to say moving forward to you, talking about representation, yeah. um, we need those role models of all shades, colors, Absolutely. and sizes. I, sadly, I don't think we're there in society okay. yet. You no. know, I think we are lacking. I mean, Tyra Banks, I think, brought it up that, you know, when she used to go for jobs with the modeling agencies, like, it's if they have their one brown girl, yeah. we, we've met our diversity yeah. quota type yeah. deal, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. We all know how that brown girl's going to look, you know. Um, <laughs> but I also think I want to, to your, I want to mention y'all's point about the melanin. That's for everybody, though, for you know. Everybody. I think it started with the natural, no, no, seriously, because I think it started with the natural hair movement. Okay. Um, whatever, our, however our hair looks, however yeah. we wear our hair, is beautiful. Whether we have afro, whether we have puffs, whether yeah. we have curlers, whether we have locks, whether we have braids, whatever we do is okay and should be accepted. Yeah. And then yeah. that kind of transformed into the, um, you know, my melanin is popping, my black is beautiful, black girl magic, wow. and that's yeah. all shade. That's all. Right. So I'm actually kind of sad to hear that y'all say y'all are Well, black, y'all and I must say because there's been such a lack, so take he today. Mm-hmm. There's been such a lack on the darker end of the spectrum. Right. Mm-hmm. They are pushing it more right. than right. you ever right. see because we've seen so much of the right. other right. this is. So right. you gotta, it's balance, right? Balance would help us out even more. But right now, right. what we're seeing so much of, and it does not mean push it so much to the point where y'all fade out, mm-hmm. but you gotta kind of make sense of kind of what the the agenda is and not agenda in a in a malice way. There are some yeah. that have not a good yeah. intent. Right. Right. But some of it is like I need you to know you fall right on in line, sis. Mm-hmm. What what we've been preaching mm-hmm. is beautiful. Right. Mm-hmm. Or what you've been told is beautiful. What you've hear you've heard is beautiful. Mm-hmm. You're here. Right. You've been there. You're right. just hearing it more right. than that. Right. I have two questions. So well I'll ask this question first. Do you think because of this movement that we're talking about, right? It helped women of darker skin or brown skin not wanting to bleach their skin. Because remember, there was a time it was big where women is it's very disheartening when we talk about it when they wanted to bleach your skin because they thought lighter that's what they were told it's poison in the mind that's what they were told all these years light is better you can do more if you're lighter you think this movement has helped with women wanting to bleach your skin well I think uh, from what I've seen in the United States with the whole movements that we have now Mm -hmm. I think 
temporarily it has gotten better, but from yeah. what I hear, you know, some interviews and things I've watched in other countries, it has not. Yeah. Yeah. Because right. this colorism problem is not just United States. Oh, right. Either. That's right. It's, you it's know, international. The bleaching is more Caribbean. Um, yes. 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 Okay. yes. 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 Yeah. 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 And I think, too, um, where we we're trying to start honing in on you know self-esteem and how we view ourselves but where it has not translated where we need to do more work perhaps is the society yeah. now that needs to translate into society's mm-hmm. views about darker skinned people because typically darker skinned people are viewed as more aggressive mm-hmm. yes. violent you know yes. there's certain perceptions that she kind of wrong. pointed out yeah. 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 certain perceptions she pointed out earlier so this needs to kind of bleed over into mainstream our hiring practices mm-hmm. you know our uh, the banks. I don't know if y'all y'all saw recently, but this has come up many times before, um, and I'm going through it now. Where the appraisals, you know, um, biracial couples ha- had a house, and the appraisal came back. You know, when you have your 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 photos or whatever around your house of you maybe black art or things like that, yes. your appraisal comes back lower than wow. what it should be. You know, versus letting your lighter skin folks sit there or asking your white friends to come to your house and you get a higher price. Oh, that's yeah. like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, so wow. it's kind of like I think in the society we have not gotten even if you're financially stable. And right. It don't matter. It don't matter. It's yeah. your the perception yeah. of your that's skin terrible. and what comes with that. I mean, the job's right on into unless yeah. you're a billionaire and you're black. Right. And then think about that. You're black. You're a billionaire. You must be a what? Whatever. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. I'm not contributing that to the There's nothing that you yeah. do outside of your skill set in, in, in the sports realm or the, oh, that is where we're placed. And even then, do I still think that, I have not researched, but I've read what you're talking about, where depending on what they came into and they saw the pictures of white couples versus black couples, where their appraisals went. But um, it's, it's, it's quite interesting still to see that folks do really not think we could be successful in any other realm than sports and music or business. Yeah, my husband and I get it all the time if we're like having somebody yeah. come work over in the house. It's what do you do? First mm-hmm. off, our house isn't that great. It's a regular average house. Yeah, but, but it's almost like you could not have afforded. If it ain't run down in the shanty town, they right. Right. They, you could not have. They it. always yeah. think you rent because yeah. people right. come mm-hmm. to me and my wife's house. Are you the owner? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I thought this was a rental. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Why would it be a rental? Why would it? Why does it have to be a rental? Exactly. It's like you couldn't possibly. I'm glad we but I'm glad you brought that up with um, when it comes to darker tones right how we categorize them as drama and mm-hmm. one of arguing fight because I want to bring this up right the angry black woman right the angry black woman because I want to oh, I got to bring this up our men in our community fall in love with what <laughs> white women Right, so let me, let's talk about it. Wait, pause. Do we get Wait, no, no, pause, no, 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 no? Do we get? I'm gonna keep no, it real no, no, with no. you. I'm gonna give you I'm the Let me say something real quick. Do are we mad that I don't think we're mad? The African American, I don't think we're mad that you fell in love because love is love. Whatever you fell in love with, that's your business. I think we're mad that that's your only preference is white women. Let me go real quick. I'm sorry. We elevate with the white woman but we'll take the black woman through the struggle with us but we're not elevating with the black woman why not I mean I got a black woman so I don't know but I, mean, <laughs> I feel like a white woman 
will take a struggling black man and elevate with him. But the black man is going to choose. When you get a certain amount of money, look at everybody that's successful. Mm -hmm. When you get a certain type of money, the white woman is going to help you open doors that that black woman can't help you open. And that's what bothers me. But I got a black woman, for the record. No, I know. But that's what bothers me. (laughs) Because you're right. When an African man comes successful, they go white. Like a brown skin or darker woman can't handle success. It's not that you can't have the success. It's the, it's the doors that you you're going to be able to you open lied. to. Come on. You was broke. You ain't had no car. I suffered you through all of that. You get a little bit of money, and now you want a white girl. I have so many thoughts about this. I think we're upset with this is your only preference. Not falling in love. I'm not upset yeah. with it because if yeah. that's your only preference, then you have no real root to you. Come on. And that does not mean that you would only date black women if you had real root to you. You would choose your women based off of what you've learned in your roots, which is the, the character, that personality. Yeah. The, uh, there's so much that falls into a person. And again, we're talking about colorism, but you're talking to a person that has never looked at a person based off of anything that I saw from head to toe. I had to get to know who you right. were, what you were doing, where you were going, and what the overall got to make sense. But when you talk about that, we also have to talk about that with black women yeah. because it equals out. Mm-hmm. I don't need a black man because all it is is X, Y, and Z. Talk about it. The white man can give me. Yeah. No. Yeah. So we're definitely screwed up, but it all is funny. I mean, you bet you're going to have to like part two this with some type of, no, we're yeah. going deeper into how we got here because it all draws you mm-hmm. right on back. So what opportunities I can be given through the type of person that's going to stand beside me. And unfortunately, black girl, you're not going to be able to do that for me at this level. I'm not going to build with you from level one to level seven because I can get to eight with her, mm-hmm. not with you, or with him, not that's with real. you. Right. That is real. But it's so much representation of black love, and they are winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we are, like, for real. But think mm-hmm. about it. When you get to that $25 million mark, that $50 million well, mark. We $25 million together. We could, and I'm with you on that. But you're not going to get the success of an athlete or a rapper or an actor. If you look at all the black actors, except for who, Denzel and a couple other people, they all got white wives. Yeah. It's because... Most of them. Most of them. Well, I don't know. Except for the old school ones. Except for the, uh, he, yeah. he counted Denzel. Uh, when I said Denzel, I'm talking about Will. Well, but let's talk about the why though. So that the, the problem for it's me the is success. not that, But see, the success has. So when I make that statement. I do agree that people will do that to jump to, and they say it's like the normal, right? We talk about normal all day. What's the norm? Okay, this works for the norm. However where we are now in a fast and moving society. Social media will tell you all day I'm not going through no record labels and this and that and the third to do stuff. If I get a hundred thousand yeah. followers doing something stupid that has nothing to do with what my real goal is. If it catches this right. much attention it'll get me where I gotta go. We moving exactly. fast. So they want to move fast. They don't want to build. Mm-hmm. We're not building no more. True. And I'm going to tell you right now and I base this off of my own situation. I have been with my now, well I gotta be careful. Yes. Four nine years yes. where we started where we are I am 
H-E double hockey sticks up proud of where we came from mm-hmm. and we probably not even a tenth of what somebody really wants right. mm-hmm. but for me that means everything mm-hmm. and then where we can go dream wise ambition all that it matters but we don't live in those societies anymore where you mm-hmm. had to build 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 right. build and you do it with whoever wants to go door that gives right. you the pop palpitations in your heart right, I'm right. not working on that I'm working on what can you do for me that's going to make me feel right, good right. Yeah. Financially, yeah. so yeah, some of that has to do with yeah. that, and then there's attitude and other stuff that y'all probably right. talk about. That they and they about. say white women are more submissive mm-hmm. to the okay. black man. Well, okay. yeah. So to really answer the original question, I think it's not that we're jealous or we envy that they date white women. It's when they start to bash the black woman because you have a white woman uh-huh. or a black woman is black woman. That's why I got a white woman. And then also they or say, Hispanic. yep, they want to date a white woman mm-hmm. because. She gonna do what I say. She oh. not gonna talk back. She not because ain't no black woman just gonna let you do whatever you want to do. No. But that's a weak man. That's yes. a man. Yes. That's, that's, a man. You. that's a you man. That's a man that can't handle. Yeah. That can't handle a real black woman. Yeah, you are right. easy. That's gonna do what you want. My bad. I'm talking all over. Yeah. You. <laughs> no, you fine. You Mike McCall, or you hear the or you hear the phrases that you know a black woman will be submissive. Give me something to submit to. Right. Where what are we trying to do? Where are we trying to go? You know, I think you know not to say all black women lazy. I have a, a an awesome you know black man for a husband, and um, as she said, you know, been building for nine ten years. But you know, I think as a whole, we probably not where we're supposed to be. Now, I would say my opinion about this. I'm kind of on the you know back and forth on the fence, but where <laughs> I get, I guess, jealous or I don't know which. That's not probably not the word. Is I you know I really enjoy black history. I read a lot about you know politics mm-hmm. and you know, all those sorts of things. I just um, get a little, you know, uh, engaged when black people who are preaching one thing and sleeping another. Then then after Jesse, I forgot his name, he's so black power and he uh, could go to home and lay in the bed with a white woman. That's my only thing. So it is not, and we've had some, and not, no knocks to any of them, we had some, we've had some famous Say that one more time, you said you're out there preaching. Black people that, that, you know, pan-Africanists, people who are with the black struggle, you should do this, do that, do that. That that are preaching one thing, sleeping. but then you're sleeping another. Sleeping but we've had some, we've had some, um, you know, black civil rights activists who J- Jillian Bond, you know, um, Jillian Bond, um, even Thurgood, even Thurgood Marshall, you know. I mean, you I know, have to ask a question. Go ahead. Uh-oh. Do we do our research on those folks who are encouraging us, our community, whether their choice was the whomever outside of our race? Do we not look at those folks? Because I do. I'm listening to what you're saying. I don't know all of the, but I do know that there are a significant amount of people within the Black community that are doing amazing things and yeah. may have a woman that may be Hispanic, white, whatever, and and they will get shot down. Like you ain't da 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 da. But they giving and spreading more awareness and giving more right. resources and, spread, and yeah. providing more resources to us than the folks that are dating within their race. So I can't, my mind cannot make me look at that and say. I think my reservation for that is the person that you're dating outside of the race, do they understand your culture? Mm -hmm. Do they understand the background? You were the African-American man and you're a white woman, whatever, Hispanic, and what they're going through right now in 2020, mm-hmm. do you understand it? Can you support him in this? Like, that's my residency. See, and I'm more talking about your legacy. So what's going to happen when you're gone? Now, for example, 
Thurgood, Julian, or whoever, whomever. The 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 wealth possibly that mm-hmm. you built. If you if you were to pass, and typically uh, men, you know, women outlive their husbands. Where's that wealth going? Mm-hmm. Typically, it wouldn't be going to the black community. You see what I'm saying? So unless you have someone who really understands Mm -hmm. for real what the black community is going through, understands and and believes the systematic um, issues and things that have gone on with the black community and would take some of that money and do what you really want would want Mm -hmm. to have done with it, for example. Mm -hmm. So that's really what I'm talking about. People that that really, um, you know are preaching, you know, you need to build your own for your family, you need to start your black-owned business, da, 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 and you're not, your family ain't all black. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Right. And I go back and forth on that. You know? Yeah. I go yeah. back and forth on that. Now, those are all good points. Um, One more thing, because we're running out of time. I know. I'm so good Yeah, we have to do a part two, ladies. No, for real. Yeah. Promise me, we'll do a part two. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because we can't cover everything in one hour. Right. But before we um right, before we um stop or like sum it up, um what moving forward, right? Um, because like you said, we've come a long way but we're not there. So moving forward, what changes do we need to do and continue doing and um what would you have to say to uplift another African American woman? I have to start yes. with encouragement and yeah. empowerment. Right. Period. Yeah. Stop looking at somebody and then and this is a non-judgmental approach. Meaning, even in somebody's resting face, provide them with the love and support that you would somebody that greeted you with a smile. Because a lot of times when we don't understand the background is what prevents us from growing as a whole. Please continue to encourage and continue to utilize the things that you do, whether they were black, white, whatever. Do those things more abundantly if you want to get <laughs> super right. churchy with it. Right. Continue. To, dang it. I just, I'm doing good. Um, continue to encourage. Encourage, yes. encourage, yes. encourage. Because encouragement encourages other people to not only grow, but to, to bring you into their circle or their whatever it is that they're doing so that we can continue to spread that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. That's all I got man. Um, same encouragement as I said start the conversations at young ages for girls really instill positive self esteem kind of like how you were talking about that your mother did for you right. you know and really uh, teach children and people that your attributes aren't negative regardless mm-hmm. of what they are right. and then I think we need more positive support and role models and actually we need to support those people so like people talk about Lupita now she shouldn't be the only one up there that we're talking about you see what I'm saying we have to support so that these are the things that um it's normalized mm-hmm. that we would have a strong dark skinned black lead. Mm-hmm. And it's not a, oh my gosh, this movie, you know what I mean? This show, this movie, we can't believe someone got up there. So we have to normalize it. Mm-hmm. And then we need to call things out. Yeah. yeah start calling things out. Yeah. Yeah. People making comments about somebody because of their hair, because of their skin tone, because of this. We need to start, you know. Yeah. I agree. Um, encouragement, um, but also self love. Yeah, yeah. Gotta do you have to know that you love yourself in order, in order to encourage somebody else. If you gotta believe what you're telling other people, so you have to know that about yourself before you can go and spread it to somebody else. So encourage other people as well, and be willing to teach them. Like with my natural hair, people want to touch my hair. People ask me questions all the time at work, <laughs> and I'm like, you can touch my hair. You can ask me questions. It doesn't bother me because I'd rather teach you yes. than for you to have this negative connotation about it when I can teach you and I can 
help you learn and when you move forward you see somebody else because mm-hmm. I wear my natural hair at work I work at the front desk of a doctor's office right. I go in there with afros I go in there with puff you get this twist out whenever I'm wrong I walk through the door I be open to want to help people and teach them That's black right. people white people Filipino all of them so that way it can we can start to see the change because it's yeah. not going to happen overnight it's a gradual process and it has to start with someone yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. ladies this was so wonderful we definitely have to do a part two y'all so stay yeah. tuned for that um, my last little bit is all shades are beautiful yeah. period <laughs> and if anyone tells you anything different keep moving I don't, I, we don't need approval from anybody right yeah. if the politicians can come on and say I approve this message <laughs> And they're trash. And then I said it. And they can be trash and whatever and say, I approve this message of lying and cheating. Then surely, me wearing an afro, me having dark skin, beautiful big eyes, me wanting to wear uh, the color yellow and I'm chocolate, guess what? I approve this message. Yeah. So the next time someone tries to be like, oh, but I approve me. Mm-hmm. So you can't destroy me because mm-hmm. I have approved you. Yeah. Know that you are beautiful and you already know. Till next time, be amazing. <laughs> I hope that you all appreciated that thoughtful conversation about colorism. And I wanted to add that I think it's very important when we are discussing social issues that we walk away with action items because these are things that can be solved. And my action item, my charge to you, will be to check the ways that colorism has affected you, to check the ways that you have um, also affected others with maybe your own colorist views, and to make sure that you are understanding that this is a brainwash tactic and it is not a truth that we should hold tightly to. Every shade is beautiful and every shade deserves to be appreciated just like the other. And this is also not something that is unique to the black community, as many communities who have various shades of folk experience this. All right, y'all, be at peace and always live with love.